Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley, and with me today is my partner in everything, Tracy DeLuise. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Gary. You're in Connecticut. I am in Connecticut. I miss you. I miss you too. It's lonely here without you. Oh, but you're getting so much done. You're so busy. I know. It's <laughs> you fun. don't have any distractions from I me. Know. I know. Go to the gym and make awesome dinners. Who's and... cleaning? <sighs> That's the only thing. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of work when you get home. <laughs> I'm going to have to hire somebody right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm not inspired. No, I am inspired. It'll be fine. It will be. It yeah. always works out perfectly. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking about the effect of life as a blended being. So this idea about being a blended being is that you have an inner self, obviously. Your inner self is you. Your inner self is existing in the non-physical. It's the yin and the yang. You're in physical. Your inner self is in non-physical. But your inner self is absolutely aware of you, knows everything you truly want, knows what you're thinking, every thought you have. As soon as you have any experience, you receive guidance in the form of emotion. So you'll know if you're, if you're resisting something or not. And when you receive inspiration, that inspiration is coming from your inner being often. And so what we wanted to do is get to this point where we are in alignment so much of the time that the, in, that the uh, communication from our inner self is coming to us constantly. And when we received an inspired idea, we just act on that idea as we can. And that idea will always lead to our highest good, to the unfolding of the life we intended to live, to all our passions and interests, to the emergence of our talents and attributes and all that stuff. And so the way to effectively nav navigate physical reality as you intended prior to your birth, to live the life beyond your dreams, beyond anything you can possibly imagine, is to become a blended being. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So, babe, how much are you a blended being? Um, so probably around 65.9%. Oh, I'm right about 66%. Oh, right below me. It's perfect. No, right above you. Oh, right above. Yeah, I, I always <laughs> win. Yeah. You always win. Yeah, so I wonder how much I am. I, you don't, it's like you don't really know because it involves worthiness, involves being in alignment. It involves a lot of stuff, but definitely way more than I was before. That's yeah, for sure. I believe that, you know, and also the fact that everything changes in every moment. You know, every moment is a new. Every moment is a new. So you can be a blended being more in one moment than you are in another moment. And it's just, you know... It just flows, like energy flows, and we go up, we go down, just like you know when we're flying high and feeling great and having this wonderful experience of physical reality because we're in alignment so much, and then it's like, whoa, things happen, we come back down. So, you know, that blendedness, I think, um, um, uh, what do you call that? What's goes, that word? Goes up what? and down. Yeah, it goes up and down. It yeah. escalates, uh, you know. <laughs> well. You know, most people obviously have no clue about this process. They don't know that they have an inner self. They don't know their inner self is existing in the non-physical. They don't know they're eternal. They don't know how the system of physical reality works. And right. so they're just, they just, from their point of view, they think they're just here by themselves. 
Right. So do we measure being a blended being as how, you know, open and enlightened you are, you know, or how you're feeling, you know, this is a feeling reality, but you know, we're definitely blended because we know we have an inner self, right? Yeah. And how much you talk to yourself and what that self-talk is and uh, you know, how much credibility you give the inspiration that's coming or do you discount it? You know, so many things anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're figuring out. So this article should help us understand this even better. Yeah. All right. You want to read the first paragraph? Okay. The effect of life as a blended being. This is a human experience of physical reality. You may perceive yourself to be an isolated individual living in solitude, disconnected from your fellow humans and from source itself. However, you are never alone. That idea is an illusion. In reality, you are connected to your inner self, all of your guides and supporters, your fellow humans, source itself, and all that is. Yeah, well, we don't feel connected though, do we? Sometimes we do not, no. Well, do you feel connected to the trees behind you? Um, you know, if I think about it and I come into alignment or a place of full relaxation and mind empty, then yeah, I can yeah. definitely feel a connection. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I think when I think about it, I'm like you, I feel connected. And when I was like going to the grocery store yesterday, I'm in line at the checkout and I'm like, am I connected to this cashier? And so as soon as I thought that, then I had the inspiration to, to talk to her about something, her mask she was wearing. I said, are you getting used to your mask? And she's like, yeah, I don't mind it at all. It's fine. I'm totally used to it now. It doesn't bother me a bit. And she started a conversation about her job and other people and other customers and stuff. And so it was really pleasant. And had I not been paying attention to the fact that we are connected and possibly eternally connected, you know, that, that I may have missed that opportunity. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities that people, I think, miss because they think that they're not connected to everyone they come in contact with. They don't believe or understand that we are all one. We're all connected. And when we're feeling fear, we feel more disconnected. And when we're feeling love and acceptance, we feel more connected. Totally. So way, yeah. So the way you connect to your children is different than the way you would connect to a cop who just pulled you over for, for speeding. For sure. For yeah. sure. And it's amazing when I am in alignment with myself and I know that I'm connected to all around me, the messages that I get from these people that I meet are just amazing. They're so inspiring and so loving. It's like, wow, where did that come from? And I know it came from me being this blended being and knowing that we're all connected. Like, you know, when I drove up here with Isabel on Sunday we stopped at McDonald's and, you know, there was a woman behind me and she started a conversation with me because I had this, you know, um, card that says I am not obligated to wear a mask because of certain conditions. So she's like, oh my God, where did you get that? And I told her and she just had this loving message at the end. You know, I was, as I was leaving, I was like, okay, I'm going back to Connecticut, driving, She's like, God, love and light and bless you and all this beautiful, wonderful, loving things. She just kept going on. And I was like, wow. And I'm looking into her piercing blue eyes and I'm like, whoa, 
always like, thank you universe for sending me, you know, sending her to me. And, you know, I got the message as opposed to being in fear that this woman is some blah, blah, blah. And like looking at her as not part of me, you know, I got the most amazing message. So yeah, it's real fun. All right, let's go to the next one. Your illusion of individuality causes you to perceive yourself as a victim of fate. Whatever the outside conditions that exist in your reality becomes your definition for your world. You create an idea of self that we call your persona. You use your persona to protect yourself. You believe that a properly formed persona will allow you to navigate your reality safely. You design this persona in order to receive love, friendship, admiration, and respect. In these terms, you feel safe. You create relationships and your course in life based on the validity of your persona. You compare it to others, and as long as you are receiving some of what you want, you maintain and strengthen this persona. It is only when something occurs to cause you to perceive danger do you question the persona. We would call your persona false and limiting. It does not represent who you truly are. Okay, so your persona is not your personality. Because your personality without fear is totally aligned with who you truly are. Your persona persona is saying, I'm smart, I'm funny, I'm lovable, uh, I'm a good person. And in fact, if you want to read another article, it's called Being Good Creates All Your Worst Problems. Because that is part of your persona, this idea that you have to be good. And what happens is you try and promote this persona and if someone questions your persona, then your ego jumps in to protect you. Protect you. And this is why people get upset because, because they've been using this persona to manipulate their conditions. And when it doesn't work, they feel terrible negative emotion because yeah. they attach themselves to this. I am this kind of person. And that means that you know, people should like, love, and respect me or appreciate me or whatever. And it doesn't work. You have to be authentic. That persona is an illusion. Yeah, it was interesting as you were just talking there. I had a thought that came in and said, hmm, so if somebody is in my reality in a moment and they say something to me that hurts, you know, my persona or it hurts my ego because, you know, it's like, say they say you're lazy. Right. And I'm like, what? That's so untrue. Now, is that message coming to me? Because in that moment, am I in a low emotional state of being, right? I'm wondering. Well, no, because that aspect of your persona needs to be dismantled. This limiting belief that props that up says, in order to be seen as good by other people, I have to always be doing something, right? All right. So then that would, yeah. So then only if I perceived it as, you know, hurtful, like I could, it's like, I've had a few of those come up, you know, just in the past couple of days where someone has said something to me and I, I laugh, I laugh it off because I know those things are not me, you know, yeah. that this person is telling me. So. so that just means your limiting beliefs in those areas have been reduced, that the intensity is so low that they don't bother you. Right. They may right. bother you a little tiny bit, but yeah. not enough where you attack back or, or come out of alignment or anything. Right. Yeah. What I do is just go right back to the in, inner self and inner talk. And I, I process that limiting belief. Like if it bothered me a little bit, I'd be like, oh. or even if it doesn't bother me instantly, I'll be like, huh, 
I'm not lazy. That's so, you know, I do this and I do that. And I, you know, prove that belief to be, you know. Yeah. And if you, if that belief was intense, you might bring up an urge to change the person who said that to you and make them wrong. Right. So this is why it's such good practice um, to do these limiting beliefs. Yeah. Um, And um, if anyone wants, there's a course, a seven day course that's free. Just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and then I'll send you the course and it'll help you process your limiting beliefs. Sure. All right, let's go to the next one. All right. Are you good? Are you a respectable member of society? Are you intelligent, productive, responsible? If so, others will approve of you. Why? Because you present no reason for them to fear you. However, this is not who you truly are. So if you want to create a persona where you're universally loved, like Ellen DeGeneres, right? You come off as a super nice person. Oops, what happens if that's not who you truly are? And people find out. Then there's this whole cancel thing going on with her right now because it turns out that she's been inauthentic or we think so, right? We don't know the whole story, of course, but this is just what's happening in the news is that her uh, staff has come forward to say that the workplace is toxic and a bunch of celebrities have piled on against her. Um, And, you know, so are people creating this persona in order to get something? And if so, it's not authentic, right? And so it'll always come back to bite you in the butt in the end. Right. All right, right. let's go to the next one. You have designed your idea of self to allow others to accept you. Sometimes they do, and sometimes you perceive that they don't. However, others can only accept you based on their own limiting beliefs. They do not know the real you because you have adopted an inauthentic inauthentic persona. It is not who you truly are, and deep down you realize this fact. Therefore, the game you are playing can never work. Right. So this is um, super interesting here because we all perceive that other people are judging us and that they all have opinions about us. And that's true. They do. But we can never know what that is. And how they see us is through the filter of their perception of reality, which is based in their belief system, their limiting beliefs and their beneficial beliefs. And so most of the time, like think about your parents. So your parents are in resistance of who you are. This is almost universal. To some extent, your parents at this age are wishing you were different than you are. And the reason they are is because they have their own limiting beliefs and they think things should be different than they are. And this is causing them to perceive you as imperfect in some way or flawed. Yet they can't know who you really are, even though no one else really knows you better probably than your parents. They can't see the true you. It's just an illusion of who you are. They'll never be able to see it. And the only thing they're really wanting is to solve this feeling that something's wrong and you know, that negative emotion that they're feeling. And they ask you to be different than you are. And if you could be this way, then they think they wouldn't feel negative emotion. But that's not true because they would find something else that they don't like or something else that gives them a little fear. Yes. Who's got a parent who accepts them totally? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Um, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know people who accept their kids totally 
but it's funny from our perspective our parents don't don't accept us the way we the way you and Deborah Joe and other friends you know Christy accepts their children absolutely yeah. but for some reason our older parents aren't wanting to do that right yeah. okay let's go to the next one okay Oh my goodness. Who you truly are. That's what I thought. Okay. Who you truly are is a limitless and magnificent being of pure, positive love and acceptance. This is who everyone else is as well. Who you are being is a limited version of the authentic you. You are limited by fears and beliefs that do not serve you. It is all based on your approach to life and your current perspective. From the limited perspective that you maintain in your daily life, that of the isolated individual trying to control the people and conditions in your life. You must conform to the fears and control the others, control that others are imposing on you. You are living life based in fear. This causes you to live inauthentically and succumb to fear. This approach to life causes inner conflict, stress on the body, all of your perceived problems and results in the continuing momentum of fear. As life goes on, the fear becomes a greater influence in your life and you withdraw. All right. Well, this pretty much explains what's happening to our parents. So our parents never really looked at their belief system. They just accepted that what they believed was true because as you go on in life, you gain this momentum where your beliefs get more entrenched. Your limiting beliefs get even more stronger and grow deeper roots. And because reality reflects your belief system, well, you gradually become more and more and more fearful, more and more and more limiting, and things just upset you. Now, like if you look at my dad, and I think if you look at Tracy's mom, it's like they've come from, like my dad was pretty brave when he was younger. I mean, he moved from South Africa to Canada, moved all over the world and flew all over the world and had this, you know, he, he, he pushed past a lot of fear that other people wouldn't do. And here he is now in his early 80s, and he's living alone in his apartment, doesn't have friends, doesn't have a girlfriend, doesn't go out much, um, and is basically the limiting beliefs have gotten so strong that it's more and more and more fear. We, we try to do what we can, but there's really not a lot we can do. They have to look at their fear and process those limiting beliefs themselves. This is why we do this work now because we're turning that around. We're making those limiting beliefs less intense, not more intense. And we're making our beneficial beliefs more intense, you know? So we're creating a new structure for belief systems so that as we age, we'll be in less fear and in more love. Amen. And it's hard to say, you know, this is the the thing. We have to understand that we're all connected. We're all one, that we're all limitless beings of pure positive love and acceptance that we're you know, not flawed, and that we're just abiding by some fear and some limiting beliefs to a certain extent. Those around us have their own limiting beliefs and their own fears. And we have to realize that when we trigger those fears by something we're doing, they're just gonna react. That's just how it is. We don't need to tip a tiptoe on eggshells, but we do need to understand what's happening here. Oh, you're just feeling fear, okay. Oh, you're just reacting. Oh, you're just trying to change the conditions. You don't have to get bothered by it. So many of us do because they're important people in our lives and we want them to be happy. But we just have to understand that this is their exploration. 
They don't know what we know. They have a different belief system. They can't really understand what we're talking about here. And we will see them again in the non-physical. So there's nothing to worry about there. Right. Okay, so let's go on to the next one. Now try to imagine what a blended being is. It is the deep connection to your inner self, your guides and supporters, and to source itself. It is living in faith in the laws of the universe and the system of physical reality. It is the constant and consistent analyzation of fears and limiting beliefs. It is acting on inspiration in the moment. It is the dismantling of your persona. It's living as the authentic version of who you really are. This is not one who lives without fear. It is one who is not limited by fear. It is living by the limitless and magnificent nature of love and acceptance. So if you have a persona that's rigid, you can't really be a blended being because you're, in order to be fully blended, you have to be authentic. You can't have that persona because that persona will mask who you're being. In being authentic, you allow source and your inner self and your guidance supporters to come through. And that's scary for a lot of people because they've crafted this persona since they were kids. And they think that they're defined by it, right? This is who I am. I am good. I am smart. I am intelligent. I am witty. I am a good you know, provider. I'm a now, you're never going to get totally authentic, which would be being in physical reality exactly as you are in the non-physical, right? But what we want to do is make that persona malleable. We don't want to identify with it. We also don't want to identify with our body either because our body, like our persona, is not us. It's just a collection of cells. It's our meat suit that we use to navigate physical reality. It's like a space suit, right, or an earth suit. And a persona is also this way that we identify ourselves, but it's so limited, we don't really understand how limited that is. So we wanna be okay if people get upset. We wanna be okay if they think we're not as smart as we think we are, or if they have a different opinion, or if they try and convince us of their opinion, right? We have to be okay with all that stuff. That's what acceptance is. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Accepting ourselves for um, just who we are. And as you were saying before about with Ellen, you know, we can perceive her as being this perfect, wonderful, you know, giving, you know, blended being. And meanwhile, you know, here yeah. there are other yeah. people, you know. Yeah. And it's their perception. And, and no right. one has the true perception. Right. No one knows Ellen, right? Yes. Ellen right. doesn't know Ellen. Right. So we're making up these assumptions going, oh, I feel terrible, I wish you were different than you are, we're gonna cancel you, we're gonna change you, whatever it is. Those are just urges coming out of fear. Exactly. That's all those people are doing, right? That's right. Okay, let's go to the next one. The individual who you perceive yourself to be lives in fear. The inauthentic version of no, you lives the in- the authentic. Oh, the, sorry. The authentic version of you lives in love. When you move from a life of fear to a life of more love, you become more authentic. What is the difference? In fear, you acquiesce to all of your fears. In love, you analyze the fear. Is the fear rational or irrational? If it's rational, meaning the subject of your fear could lead to bodily harm or death, you change the conditions. If the fear is irrational, which almost all of it is, you process that fear. 
You do not succumb to it. You find a way to move through it. You discover the underlying limiting belief and you do the work to reduce its intensity. You prove the limiting beliefs are false. You find evidence that proves them false and you raise your perspective and act when inspired to act. So that is living in the new approach to life right there. It's realizing that the fear is mostly irrational. The subject of your fear cannot harm you. When you have a rational fear, like you're walking down a trail in the woods and you see a bear, you're going to have urges to change the conditions, run away, or whatever you need to do, fight, or whatever it is, right? Well, Joshua will say that that, act, that you know, approach makes sense when it's an actual real fear, when there's something that can hurt you. But most of our fears are irrational. They mostly tend to be about who we think we are, mostly trying, you know, because they, they attack our persona or we're inspired to do something and the fear comes up and says, no, you can't do that. You're not good enough. What will happen? What will people think? Blah, 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 right? All that fear is limiting. Well, we did not come here to live a, limitless, a limited experience of life. We came here at, to become more authentic in order to live a limitless experience of life, in order to be able to do, have, and be anything we want to be, right? And so when we understand that fear is limiting and it limits us from that communication with our inner selves and from acting on inspiration. Yes. Okay. Let's go to the next one. A blended being is connected to the non-physical. This being understands who they truly are. They know the laws of the universe and the purpose of physical reality. They realize that their limiting beliefs will always be revealed to them through negative emotion and resistance. Without limiting beliefs, you will resist nothing. You will always maintain the perspective your inner self holds. You will maintain that alignment of perspective at all times. However, you will always hold some limiting beliefs. If you occasionally adopt the limited perspective, your inner self will offer you guidance in the form of negative emotion. You will instantly do the work to process the limiting beliefs and regain the higher perspective. You will return quickly to your alignment of perspective. All right. So this is a really a practice of focus. So you focus on what's good. You focus on your worthiness. You focus on your, what's go, you know, what you look at everything from the higher perspective, which means that when you look at things from the limited perspective, you're imagining that something is wrong. Generally, you're saying something could be wrong in the future. In fact, even that conversation about the bear, when you feel that fear, nothing is wrong in the moment. It's the fear that the bear will come after you, right, in the future, maybe in the minutes ahead. So really, all fear is the fear of something happening in the future. Now, of course, regret and resentment are the fear that something bad happened in the past. But generally speaking, most of our emotions, most of our limiting beliefs, most of the perspectives that we take that are limited are about the future and never about the present moment, right? The present moment is, unless you're being tortured, is perfect. It's fine, right? Um, so being a blended being means that you just do the work to maintain that alignment so that you can have that inner communication with your guides and supporters, your inner self and source itself. And that 
you have this tremendous amount of focus that when you do feel the fear, you notice it and you don't just succumb to it. You don't just buy into it. You start to analyze and say, well, hold on here. Why am I feeling fear? Oh, it's a limiting belief. Let's process that limiting belief. Let's not change the conditions. Let's not make people wrong. Let's not beat up on yourself. Let's just realize all that is is a limiting belief. And we need to know where our limiting beliefs are. So this is part of a really perfect system. Yeah, exactly. And like you, we reiterate over and over, it just takes practice. And, you know, I've been doing it for a few years now, or however long, you know, we've probably since, I guess the beginning of boot camp. but either way, it's been a while that I've been practicing it so that I can do this in my head, in the moment, when things come to me and I feel a negative emotion. Yeah, it's really rare. It's less and less that I, you know, react to these situations. I act in a way that's so empowering to, to everyone around me and especially myself, which is the most important, you know, yeah. processing that limited belief, doing that self-talk of, you know, whatever it is that somebody says that, you know, causes a negative emotion or, you know, any event that happens. Well, it must be a great uh, example for your kids. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. You know, for them to see, wow, you know, mom is so calm and so, you know, relaxed and they can see the difference between me and their dad now. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. You know, and the life that you've created in the last couple of years. Is, yes. You know, all the stuff that we're doing. It's amazing. It is. All right, let's go to the next one. The benefits of living life as a blended being are many. This is how you intend to live. This is how humans will live in the future. This is possible for you now. In order to understand the benefits of life as a blended being, you must know more about the system of physical reality. Once you do, you will live in unconditional love, true freedom and abundance, and in pure joy. Your soul's purpose will be revealed to you and you will exist in a state of bliss. In fear, none of this is available to you. You will live in fear, lack, limitation, and suffering. If you are experiencing what you perceive as anything unwanted, it's due to your approach to life as the victim of fate. It's a life based in fear. In order to live in love, you must conquer your fears and live as the authentic version of you. This is really what the future is holding for humanity, is this new approach to life and this new way of being and this new understanding of your belief system and your persona and all that and 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 how this universe actually works and there's been about 150 people in the boot camp now we're right in the middle of boot camp 10 and i'm having calls with boot campers who have done several boot camps once you're in the boot camp you're in for life so people once they get in they take the next boot camp and the next boot camp and the next boot camp and every time you take it you get to a higher vibrational level you see stuff you didn't see before so I'm having conversations right now with a lot of the boot campers who have done several boot camps, and it's just absolutely amazing how they've transitioned from this old approach to life where they were facing manifestation events all the time. They were focused on things that did not matter, that were not truly what they desired, and now they just live in this state of comparable bliss, and they're understanding who they truly are, and so many of them are getting these amazing inspired ideas. 
Yes, that's so true. So you see so many people and being awakened and enlightened and yeah, it's and actually changing how they, how they live. That's right. Yeah. And, and there's more and more people coming and there's more and more people listening to this podcast and thank you all for sharing it and, and uh, subscribing, which is great because it gets us higher on the awareness of other people. It, the algorithm spread it around. So thanks for doing that. Leaving comments and leaving reviews is really, really cool. Uh, so please keep doing that. Okay. The next paragraph is what does a loved based life of a blended being look like? Okay. Go ahead with that one. Prior to your birth, you existed in a state of pure love in the non-physical realm. In fact, you live there now. The larger, wiser part of you, your inner self, remains non-physically focused and is with you in every moment. When you made the decision to come into physical life, you set some very strong intentions. You intended to express your love and acceptance for yourself, all others, and the conditions that existed in every moment. You did not intend to offer resistance to any of it. You intended to experience true freedom and true abundance. You did not intend to live in lack and limitation your entire life. You intended to expand through experiences and joy. You did not intend to expand in suffering and misery. You intended to maintain your natural health and well-being. You did not intend to acquire unwanted physical conditions. And you intended to discover your soul's purpose and live in bliss. You did not intend to exist in a limited state and simply survive. You are more powerful than you can imagine. You are surrounded by more love than you can imagine. And you are supported in every moment. You are never alone. When you feel love for someone else, what you're actually doing is connecting to source. And that love that you feel is coming from source in your inner self. That's what that is. When you looked at your babies when they were born and felt that love, it wasn't coming from them. It was coming because you were perfectly aligned. So all the good feelings come when we're perfectly aligned. And so to try and get love from other people can't work, right? And as it goes against the whole system and what you intended. You didn't intend to get love. You intended to express love and express acceptance. And in that, you'll feel love, right? But but what we want to do is control the other person so that they, it seems like they're giving us love and use that as an excuse to, to be in alignment and to feel good. So it's absolutely different than what we think it is. It's totally counterintuitive. It is flipped on its head. The old approach of fear and control, which we all thought worked, doesn't work at all. It makes things more scary. We live in more fear we have more manifestation events. The only way to live in love and acceptance is to understand who you truly are, why you're here, how the system works, and to live in accordance with that system, knowing that all the love and support comes from inside. All the information comes in for inside. In fact, if you're listening to this now, it's because you were inspired to listen to this because this message is for you, right? There's no way you could be here now unless you acted on inspiration. And... Now that you're listening to it this far into it, you're getting this message that your inner self wanted you to get. This is how the system works. You act on inspiration, you take that action, you turn on the podcast, you listen to the podcast, 
you have fun with it, whatever it is, you take it as seriously or not. But if you are getting any of this, it's because you're ready for it because you are acting as a blended being in this moment, acting on inspiration. Now, just imagine if you acted as a blended being all the time, right? If you were just not out of alignment, not focused on what's wrong, if you were focused on what's right, on what's good, on the positive aspects, and receiving the guidance and receiving the words and the inspiration from your inner self, and then acting on that moment, right? Not later, but in the moment, acting in the moment. With everything you do, can you imagine how effectively you would live this life? You would grow and expand to the version of you that you intended. Those are powerful intended intentions. They brought you to this podcast, and this is where it's bringing you. This is where you want to go. All right, let's go on to the next one. Blended beings are fully aware of the laws of the universe and the purpose of physical reality. They understand that their vibration is responsible for the reality they are perceiving. The reality, including all of the conditions and other people, is simply a reflection of that vibration. They never change the conditions. They gradually alter their vibration through the modulation of their belief system. They understand what alignment is. In resistance, they receive negative emotion, and this alerts them to the fact that they are perceiving the illusion of reality and not the true reality their inner self knows. They adjust their perspective and find relief. They regain their alignment. Okay, we can do that, right? And as we learn more about the system of physical reality, the laws of the universe, the law of attraction, as we listen to podcasts like this and Joshua Live more of the time, as we you know, maybe do the, do the free course that you can ask for or join the boot camp, whatever we're doing to lift ourselves out of this environment of fear, trying to change and control conditions and into this practice of love and acceptance and knowing ourselves as perfect as we are without having to protect ourselves because that's not in alignment with the system, seeing ourselves as a creator, not the victim, then we gradually, at a pace that's right for us, not too fast because that would be overwhelming, we start to become more and more of a blended being and things just start to work. And, and I can see this in my life, in Tracy's life, in, in so many of the people in the boot camp, is after they've gotten to a point, and it, you know, the boot camp's funny because it's eight weeks, but really you need to take another boot camp or another boot camp after that. And the more you do it, the more momentum you gain. And then you get to this point where, holy moly, I just, I totally understand it now. I didn't get that before. I didn't get that part before, or that part before. Now I'm getting it. And then what happens is you start to feel better and better and better. You start to have fewer manifestation events because you're processing them as quickly as they come up. You're looking at everything with a higher perspective and you're getting more and more inspiration. And you, push past fear to go to do that inspired idea. And when you get good at pushing past fear, you gain this confidence that the fear was never real and everything you want is on the other side of that fear. And so now you push past this fear and push past this fear and you have this experience and that experience. And then this new thing comes up and you have to confront a limiting belief, you know, and this is really why we're here. And it's so exhilarating and so satisfying and rewarding. 
And then something cool happens is you start to develop these interests. And so one interest leads to another one. And so now life is basically following these fascinating things. And then you get this inspiration that, you know, you do this thing and all of a sudden money starts flowing in, right? And it's like, like, look at your bank account now, you know, it's like totally different than it was two years ago, you know? Oh yeah. Mine too. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing how this works without any effort, any it's effort at all. Yeah. We just start doing what we, what we, what makes sense as these worthy limitless beings. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. All right. In alignment, the blended being receives inspiration to act. The blended being feels fear before acting, but is able to analyze that fear and push past it in order to take the first step. They take the step and wait for the next inspiring idea to come. The blended being lives in the moment and is not attached to specific outcomes. The blended being maintains alignment and is simply acting on inspiration. They create no goals and plan for nothing. They do not regret the past or worry about the future. They simply live in the moment, doing whatever they inspire to do. In being present in the moment, they allow the universe to bring them a reality filled with love. The intentions they set prior to their birth unfold magically. So in this one, we stay in alignment, we get inspiration to act. We'll, we know we feel fear anytime we have inspiration. We push past the fear and we take one step. What is the one thing you can do in the moment? We don't look ahead and we have no attachment to the outcome because the way inspiration works, it says, here's an idea, do the one thing you can do on this idea, you do that thing and it could lead to a totally different idea or to meet someone you never would have met before, right? So we don't look too far in the future because that brings up more fear. What can I do now? Okay, I can do that thing. Boom, I did that thing. We'll wait for the next step. And just step by step by step by step, not looking too far in the future. Um, we don't create goals. We say, what are my intentions for today? My intention is to feel good, is to be happy, is to be productive, is to interact with other people, is to get, you know, um, you know maybe meditate, whatever it is, right? But I, I have a to-do list, but I don't care if I don't do it, right? It just is a reminder of these inspired things I'm doing, but it's only writing down inspiration. And that's what I got really good at. Cause in the bootcamp, one of the things that we do is, is have to write down what inspiration came up the day before. So now I write down every time I'm inspired to do anything, I write it down. Yeah. You know, that was one thing with me. And I had asked Joshua that a long time ago. It's like, what if I'm inspired to do something like in the middle of doing a massage or doing dishes? And like, I, I can't do that inspired idea right now. It's like, you know, is that a fear or whatever? But I'm doing the same thing as you now is writing down all these ideas because they come, you know, so fast. And so it's like, oh, yeah, let me write that down so that, you know, I, I can do that in a moment, you know, when I'm busy or, you know, finish doing this inspired idea because they do come. It's like, oh, yeah, great idea. You know? Yeah. Write you it down have so yeah, you had the inspiration to do a boot camp weekend. Yeah. We do the whole boot camp here at the Joshua House in North Carolina on a Saturday and Sunday. 
Yeah, like a live seminar, live workshop, you know. Right, where well, us, we just get really deep into all the stuff. That's absolutely. It. I'm looking forward to that. So Me we're, too. if you're interested in that, we're doing that in October. Okay. Yeah. Details to come. Details to come. All right, go to the next one. If you are living life in the illusion, isolation, and un unworthiness, you are working without the true power of the universe. You can birth desires based in fear and manifest those desires, but they will be paltry compared to what you would create had you become a blended being. The reason you want much of what you want is to fix some perceived problem and patch a bunch of non-existent holes in your life. This is simply resistance. There is nothing wrong. You are perfect now as you have always been. All you must do is drop your resistance to anything you consider wrong or bad. If it is happening to you, it is always, always happening for you. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, most humans live in the illusion of isolation, unworthiness, working without any, you know, power of the universe. They're efforting and struggling <clears throat> and trying to make themselves be able to get some sense of control over the conditions and the people and especially themselves. And it doesn't work, right? It never works. Dieting doesn't work. Why doesn't dieting work? because you don't know that you're the creator of your reality. You think that you're a victim and that you're living reality as a victim, not getting what you want and thinking that you can solve all your problems through dieting or you can solve all your problems through money or you can solve all your problems if you finally meet the person of your dreams, right? That isn't working because what you're doing is you're getting a reflection back of how you feel. Do you feel fat? Well, then you, go, you can't you know, you're always going to be having these urges. Do you feel uh, lonely? Well, then that's a reflection. Your life is a reflection of that feeling. So we're always going by what's the exploration, knowing that we're worthy, knowing that we're good, knowing that we're flawless and perfect, and choosing an exploration that aligns with who we truly are. And really, if you can let go of all that, that's the way to do it. Let go of all needing anything to be different and saying, I accept myself as I am and I'm going to do everything I can to feel good. I'm going to set up my entire life to feel good. And in that alignment, I'm going to listen for this guidance from within. And I'm, I'm going to just act on that inspiration and act on what that is and ask that questions. You know, you can ask your inner self questions and and know that everything is happening for you so that you can find your limiting beliefs and find your empowering beliefs and all that stuff too. The system right. is what this conversation is really about. It's having, is having this understanding of how the system works, having faith in that system, believe in it, and then pay attention to how it does work. Right. I think it's very, very, very important to accept yourself, practice that self-love and acceptance no matter where you are. This yeah. is very, very important. I don't care if you live in a cardboard box on the side of the road or in a van down by the river or in a big mansion, it's always inside. And people don't understand like, you know, what you said, oh, if I get this and I'll be happy or if I, you know, if I move into this um, apartment, I'll be happy because it's bigger and brighter and better. But you know what? Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. So work on yourself, you. right? Yeah. And then the outer conditions will change to the things that you, you know, prefer and love and enjoy. All right. Last paragraph. 
Your emotions will guide you. Negative emotion means you are resisting the conditions. It is the indicator of limiting beliefs. Do not try to control the conditions. Control your perception of reality. Control your vibration by processing your limiting beliefs. Control your thoughts by always thinking from the higher perspective. Create your life based in love by creating and maintaining a strong connection with your inner self. Live life as if you are one with all that is. Live life as source itself. You are never and cannot ever be detached from source, for you are source. Live an authentic life by living as who you truly are and by pushing past all those irrational fears to do what you are inspired to do. This approach is highly effective because it will allow you to attract and receive everything you intended to experience prior to your birth. This is the benefit of living life as a blended being. With our love, we are Joshua. All right. I'm going to live my life as a blended being even more. How about you, babe? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's nice to see you again. Nice uh, to thank see you for you. being here, everyone. And if you would like more Joshua, go to theteachingsofjoshua.com. Join our Facebook group, Friends of Joshua. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, review. Review is really important. Review this this podcast and absolutely share it with your friends. Put it on uh, YouTube or no, no, put it on uh, Facebook or something, right? Share it on Facebook. They won't think you're crazy. <laughs> not most of them. Push through your fear. Push past. Push your, yeah, if you're inspired, do it, right? <laughs> do and, it only um, if you're inspired. We also have a, a YouTube channel too if you want to watch Joshua Live in action. Just uh, look for Joshua Teachings or search Gary Temple Bodley. Uh, we have a new boot camp coming up in September. The boot camps are getting more and more fabulous as we go along. Oh, my God, the stuff that's happening. I can't tell you how awesome this thing is. As I go through it every single time, I see the perfection in it, the way it unfolds. You know, you may not really get what this blended being thing is in this quick conversation we had now or this article, but you'll understand it after going through the boot camp. And then when you take the boot camp again for free after that, then you get it more and more. And you connect with these people all over the world. Like there's a hundred people in this boot camp, and they're from everywhere in the world. And some are brand new and some have taken it a few times. And so you get everyone's perspective and they're so supportive and there's so much interaction and you really become friends with people. So if you wanted to learn more about the boot camp, Send me an email to Gary Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y, at gmail.com, and we will set up a Zoom link and have a conversation. Don't be afraid of that. It's really an always uh, awesome conversation, and you'll get something out of that conversation even if you don't join the bootcamp. So please do that. I really, really, really enjoy those conversations. So thanks, babe, for being here, and I'll see you on Sunday. You're welcome. Yeah. I'll see you on Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Bye-bye. Bye everyone. Bye.